Welcome to Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. I'm your host, Crystal Andrus Morissette, founder of the SWAT Institute. Women are being called right now to help heal this world. And it's time for a radio podcast that shows the how we're going to do just that, empowering one woman at a time. Now let's... Woo-hoo! Crystal's in the house. It's Friday, April 7th. 2023. It's Good Friday. Uh, it is a good Friday. I'm, I've done, I got up this morning. I did two yoga classes to start my day. Feel great. Had a protein shake, drinking my water, feeling amazing. Okay. I know we're all, all over the weight loss thing. Nobody wants to talk about it anymore, but I got to tell you, I have recently released 45 pounds now in the last five months. Is it five months? Yeah. Five months, six months. Uh, I feel amazing taking care of myself, doing good stuff for myself. So, um, you know, when you feel good, it's a lot easier to do good. It's a lot easier to be on your game. It takes self-care. I get all that. Um, but hey, this is a great month to, um, to, and it doesn't matter that we're already on the seventh. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This is the day as of today, we're going to make a commitment to ourselves and to each other, but mostly to yourself that you matter, that your life matters, um, that spring is on its way. Um, you know, like life, this is what I love about springtime. It's like this renewal. All of a sudden the little, I I love to plant. Um, and it was actually in 2021, my father passed, uh, October 31st, 2021. And that was the first year that my husband and I planted about 300 tulip bulbs um, and we got them all the way from Holland. I think it's called the Netherlands now, but it's from Holland, Holland bulbs. And then, um, the first, uh, 2022 last summer, last spring. Oh, it was so beautiful. They start popping up around May, uh, just around mother's day here in, in Canada around, um, May 13th, 20th, somewhere around there. Um, and so in the, in the fall, we planted a bunch more and some daffodils and I'm starting to see them sprouting out of the ground. I know it's not looking very beautiful around here yet. And I shouldn't say that. I mean, we shouldn't, I shouldn't say that it's not beautiful. It's just that, you know, everything has died off through the winter, all the grass and all the plants and everything that was lush green and vibrant is, is dead and died and brown and, um, but something about spring, don't you, can't you feel it in the air? Something you smell in the air. It's, it's like I mentioned, uh, it's, it's Easter weekend here, um, you know, in Celtic Easter, Ostera is, uh, the spring equinox. It's that time of rebirth and renewal. It's Passover, it's Ramadan. It is a time of recalibrating, resetting, letting go of the old and making room for the new. We also just had a full moon. And for those of you that have been in my world for a while, you, you know, I think it's all women on the call, but you can have a chuckle with me. I always say I would never be one of those little fairy nymphs because every full moon, I'm going to, I'm 52, 53 this year. And that damn full moon comes and Crystal gets her period. I said, I'm a witch. 
I am in the red tents. I am not meant to be a little naked fairy nymph dancing around under the full moon. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Anyways, it's uh, it's a good time for burning, letting go, burning rituals, writing that letter to that person or that addiction or that stronghold in your life and just writing a letter to it and saying like, this is what you've cost me. This is what this, even if it's a, a limiting belief, a story you've been telling yourself, even if it's that thing you've been writing in your journal for years, it might be, I just want to be more confident or I just don't want to be triggered by people in my life or I just want to be you know, I, I went to yoga this morning. I actually did two classes. I loved I loved them both. They were so beautiful. And um in the in both classes, they I, I love the teachers at this studio. And I love the variety because you get different teachers that do it different ways. And that's what healing is all about. There isn't one healing modality. And healing doesn't always mean the problem is healed. Healing sometimes means that you've learned how to live with it, be okay with it, um, be fantastic in spite of it. Sometimes healing means um, being able to to face something, deal with something, let something go. Um, so this morning I, I pulled a, a card. It was actually from Rebecca Campbell. And I said, oh, I just got that book from Rebecca Campbell. Rise, sister, rise. I have it right here beside me, a guide to unleashing the wise, wild woman within. I haven't gotten to that one yet, but I'm going to dive into that. Anyways, the Oracle card deck was, I think it was to do with roses. And, you know, for those of you that know me, I have extraordinary rose gardens around my property. And they always here in Canada, they sprout, they sprout, they bloom in the beginning of June. I know these things over the years. So May are the tulips now, which I'm so excited about. It means spring spring sprouts a little earlier in my world. And then June, we start getting the peonies and the gorgeous roses. And I pulled a card that was roses without thorns. And um, I actually a little cry at the end of the class, just on my mat. And I say to myself when I'm when I'm in on doing yoga or I'm on my mat or I'm doing poses sometimes if they're I, I don't let yoga be hard anymore there's a there's a important philosophy in yoga called stiram and sukham and it means steady and sweet um, and so if a pose doesn't feel like you can hold it steady and still feel sweet and breathe um, you're pushing too hard gripping pushing forcing so anyways, I pulled this card from this Roses Oracle card deck from Rebecca Campbell, and it was Roses Without Thorns. And the message was, you have every right to joy, peace, and the sweetness of life. And I actually I actually read the, I, I said, oh my God, I got to take a picture. I wasn't planning on reading this right now, but since it's right there, um, I'm going to read the message. Rose Without Thorns, you have a right to your joy peace, sweetness of life. Most roses have thorns that protect the plant. When you walk past, it's so easy to get caught on their spiky stems, as if the thorns themselves are an initiation for the observer to get the breathtaking beauty and scent of the queen of all flowers in full bloom. However, there are, are a small number of roses that are unlike most, possessing few or no thorns. And that's what this card is all about. 
The rose without thorns is an invitation to dive straight into the sweetness of your life, to rest in the softness, to enjoy the delicious fragrance, to rest in and relish what it means to be currently alive in this body, to embrace all the beauty and bliss that life has to offer. You have a right to your joy. And the rose without thorns wants you to take every ounce of it in right now to celebrate and lose yourself in the sweetness of your life. This is a rare moment in time of deep peace and enjoyment. You're being called to taste all that life has to offer, to drink it in. You deserve every drop. You've worked for this moment. Embrace it now with open arms. It is safe for you to enjoy this, to welcome this, to embody all of this. And while life is ever-changing and forever inviting us to grow, right now your lesson is to be in the delight of it all. And I thought, yeah, I have a right to my joy. I appreciate and drink in the sweet nectar of my life. Ah, Let's all breathe that in. We all have the right. We all have the right to joy and peace and the sweetness of life. But I think for a lot of us, Listen, it's, it doesn't make us not sweet and it doesn't mean we, we, you know, we, we all have access to that peace. We all have access to the sweetness of life, but sometimes life gets in the way. And, and what does that mean? And how does that happen? Well, it means that we've forgotten who we really are. It means that things have happened And sometimes it's like a, you know, a sledgehammer over the head, but most often than not, it's little, tiny, insidious, poisonous ways that we start letting toxic, unhealthy, unhappy um, situations occur without dealing with them, without feeling them not wanting to face them. Maybe in that in the moment that it's happening, we don't feel strong enough or capable enough to know what to do, let alone do it. And so it, it, it happens to the best of us. We we put a little, little layer of, of protection over us to say, hey, you're not you're not ready right now. You don't feel safe enough right now to go do that thing, go slay that dragon. Um so just protect your greatness, your gold, your beauty, your, your, your purpose, your dreams, all that life has to offer you, your potential. Just hold it somewhere safe. It's inside you. Just tuck it away. And let's just put a nice layer of, of protection, a blanket, so to speak, or whatever that a warrior, armor, fortress, wall, whatever we each And sometimes we just put it on one little brick at a time. Oh, that doesn't feel, oh, put another, oh, I don't, I can't deal with that. Um, So I mentioned at the top of the hour, I think, because I talk a lot, that over the last couple of months, four, five, six months, since October, mid-October, I have just started to remove the layers. I'm ready to be my best self again. And being ready for change and being ready for greatness is a process, ladies. It's a process. It Listen, don't be mad at yourself if you go like, 
I don't know why I'm just not doing that thing I say I want to do. I'm not, I'm not living in my joy. I'm not enjoying the sweetness of life. Life doesn't feel sweet lately. It's actually been really gritty or grueling or spicy or sour. Uh, how do I get back there? I say it with my head nodding and my eyes closed. It's your birthright. You can never forget your true north. You'll, you can never lose yourself. We sometimes get a little off course. And sometimes it feels like you're turning the to Titanic. You're turning the Titanic, so to speak. But little bit by little bit, we start to dismantle those beliefs that aren't serving us any longer. We start doing the small acts of self-care that build into larger acts of self-care that eventually you are ready to get back in the game again. You say, you know what, I'm, I'm, ready, to, I'm ready to create a, a safer life, a more secure relationship. Um, I'm ready to create an environment that's more conducive to me living my dreams or going for gold or going for gusto. Um, but only you can do it. Like, that's the thing with all of this is like, um, when my teacher today, um, and it's so sweet because she's one of my daughter's friends and it's so sweet when your teacher is 28 and she's a grown ass woman. But my teacher today actually taught her very first class here in her hometown. Um, she went off to Guatemala to do teacher training and she's been on her own journey and she's back now. And she said, it's really nerve wracking. Actually, I've been teaching all over the world, well, not all over the world, but in many studios. But it's actually really nerve wracking to do it back in your hometown where you grew up and the studio was filled with all her friends, which I giggled to myself because I don't think any of them realized that, that I'm like, I'm Maddie's mom. I'm Julia's mom because it's been a while. Um, but I saw their faces and they're women. And I looked around and thought, oh my gosh, all these little girls are women now in here doing their yoga. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. And I thought of Taylor who was teaching today and, and thought it is hard. Here's the truth. It's harder to put your magic out, isn't this sound crazy, to your own family and friends than it is to strangers. And so today I'm going to be opening up my phone line to support you. I'm a stranger to most of you, maybe all of you. Um, maybe we've never spoken before, but I want you to know that I have your back. You are safe. You're, you're in confidence. I hold so much loving space for your greatness. I see the real you and no matter what layer of protection you've put on, it doesn't matter how it shows up. I see past that and I know that that's just what we all do. And sometimes we've done it for so long, we actually start believing it's part of our personality, or it's part of our identity, or it's an addiction that is bigger than us now. It's, it's, it's impossible to break free of. And I want to tell you, none of that is true. Um, and if you knew the truth of who you really are, you are like that. No, I'm going to say it's way bigger, brighter, bolder, and more incredible than those little tulip bulbs. But I promise you, 
that your greatness is like a little seed. It's planted inside of you. And when you can create the right environment, it will sprout and blossom just like all the tulips and daffodils that are starting to spread out of the ground now here in springtime. So I'm going to go to the phone lines. I do want to let you know that if you've just called in, uh, I see women from all over, from California, Minnesota, Winnipeg, Finland. Um, uh, you're, you're safe. And there's some of you that have called in through your web call. I don't know where you're calling from, but you're safe. I got you. Um, and if you would like to do some coaching, all you have to do is just look at your, your web call. Just look down at that keypad and press star two. And all that's going to do is put you in the queue and we're going to be able to chat today and I can support you because listen, I'm telling you what's so great about having a coach is that I have no agenda in your life. What you do isn't going to affect me. And so I'm going to listen to what you're saying and what you're not saying. I'm going to try to read between the lines. I'm going to use my very honed intuition. I'm going to um, ask God, whatever word is right for you, the universe to work in and through me and my life so that I can support you in the purest way possible. So I'm going to go to the phone lines. I see Joanna, Johanna from Finland has raised her hand and I'm going to open up your line right now, Joanna. How are you? How are you doing? Hey, Joanna. Hi, Chris. Hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you. How are you? I'm great. You know, my orange blossom started blossoming today, the first flower. So I'm totally in sync with you with the flowers. Oh! The sink has begun. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. That's so, so beautiful. Yeah. What's Finland like today? What's the temperature in Finland today? Well, We're Celsius too, so... It's a minus, maybe minus one, or it's not very cold, but we still have a lot of snow. Okay. And it was, it's still sunny. Yeah. So the sun is setting, it's um, eight o'clock in the evening. Okay. So. so we're similar. Today we're three degrees Celsius. Um, okay. But, uh, and we still have snow on the ground here too. Um, yeah, I think we have a, we have a bit of a similar climate although i've never been to finland but i'm i'm coming i'm coming joanna i'm definitely i i can't wait to come and visit i actually had my dna done uh, my kids laugh at me now because i'm like i had my dna done and um i don't know listen i i i was a little girl just born into a family that didn't know really didn't talk about our history um growing up and then in any case, I had my DNA done and it was so neat to find out like, oh my God, I'm from Scotland and Finland and Denmark and Norway and, and I'm a Viking. <laughs> you have to come and see the Aurora Borealis and the oh, Northern Lights. Now I have to. Now it's like it's calling me home. So Joanna, what's going on in your life and um, how can I support you today? Thanks for asking. Um, you talked about the beliefs that no longer serve us. Yes. So I have a, a bit of a question, whether this belief is a good one or not, because is it, 
um, possible. I, I know you're a best-selling author, but I would like to know what do you think? Is it possible to be just an author without having a company? Of course. Yes. Okay. Because I feel like <laughs> at the industry talks that it's impossible. <laughs> I love your laugh. There's your laugh of truth that you're like, I knew it. Yep. Thanks. Okay, good. I knew it. Um, so listen, is it possible? Of course it's possible. Is there, yeah. is there pros and cons on both sides? Yes. Let's talk about them. And let's talk about, so first of all, tell me, are, are you a published author yet? Or are you planning on being one soon? I have uh, written and self-published three books. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, I'm a very bad salesperson. <laughs> I just like to produce the books, but don't really know how to sell them. Okay, so I'm I I love I love your and I love this conversation. This is right up my alley, obviously, because I'm an author of six books. I self-published yeah. two of them. Four of them have been picked up by international publishing houses. Um, so I'm going to tell you the benefits and. And then what, where, maybe why, why would it be good to try to sell your book to a publishing house? We'll talk about that. Um, but I also want to explore it because you brought up saying beliefs, and I don't know whether this is a good one or not. So is it possible to be an author um, without being, are you basically asking without being with a publishing house? Can you be a self-published author? Is that what you meant? No, no, actually, uh, uh, I would love to have a publisher. Okay. But but I feel like uh, it's very hard to get a publisher. Okay, so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. That's just another yeah. belief. That's another belief. Now, you said okay. without a company then. Now, so when you say without a company, tell me what that means. Uh, I used to run a company for 10 years. Yeah. But then um, I, I had a child and uh, I'm happily married and 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 I'm in my perimenopause yeah and I felt like I want to minimize everything okay uh, from my life and to to be able to enjoy this phase of life love it and uh, so now I don't have the company running and I feel like I wouldn't want to have it running until my menopause pick begins or uh, until I feel like our daughter is old enough yeah and uh, I more time for myself listen and I just listen I'm gonna tell you like you're we're we're singing the same tune um yeah. uh because and do you mind me asking how old you are um I'm 43 I soon 44 okay so um I thought I was in menopause at 40 and I'm 52 and I'm still getting my period every moment every month so I will tell you that my entire 40s what I wish I knew like I yeah. I was so certain. I'm in menopause. I didn't, I'm not going to give me up my period much longer. I was having night night sweats, hot flashes, soaking mm -hmm. through. This has gone on for 12 years. Um, mm -hmm. And so I have a lot of different thoughts. So I'm going to just let them fly out. One thing is I'm going to say, um, don't wait. Now, there's a difference. There's a difference with you saying... I worked for 10 years. I had my own company for 10 years through my entire 30s. I was a boss babe. I was a mover and shaker. I wrote three books. 
I am a hustler. I can make stuff happen. I really don't like being a salesperson. I really don't like the marketing side of it. It just, I love to be a creator. I'm a content creator. I'm a thinker. I'm a philosopher. I'm a healer. That's what is my, that's what speaks to me. And I love that part. Um, but I also am hearing you say, <laughs> what? I get you. I feel so seen and heard. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. I, I do. I see it. And I hear it. And I feel you. I feel you. So so what I'm also hearing you say is, how old is your daughter? Do you mind me asking? Ten. 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 So I'm also yeah. hearing you say, my daughter's ten. And I spent my 30s being so busy being busy. And I'm going into menopause. And you could be like me and be 53 and still getting your period. Because if you... You're also a healer. You'd be shocked at what the hell you can do with your own body. Um, but um, I was on a treadmill spinning my wheels for too much of my 40s. And I wish someone would have said to me, stop, stop, mm. just stop, pause and do exactly what you're doing. Okay. So if you have a husband who together as a team, you feel like, We've made a we've made a commitment as a team. Like he's he's going to be more of the he's going to produce more of the income. I'm going to be here more with my daughter. However, you guys have figured it out, and you're feeling like I'm in a position right now that I want to really um, be in my body for these next forever. But really be in my body because I can feel myself going into menopause. I can feel my hormones are changing. If I don't stay on top of it, it could easily, I'm being honest to every woman listening, it can easily spiral into, I mean, hormones are, we're talking about a lot of different things. We're talking about business, publishing, hormones, menopause, but it's all going to come back around because my brain can do it all. Um, if I just wish someone, no, I probably wasn't ready to listen. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to hear somebody say that to me, but hormones are everything everything they affect everything from how we sleep to our digestion to our blood pressure to our sex drive to our night sweats to our weight to our aging to obesity to osteoporosis to my god like why didn't anybody say to us like when we became teenagers you see your hormones right now see how you're feeling you need to understand and work with these things because they're never going away and in fact, you're going to have another period that you're going to feel like a, a hormonal teenager through your entire 40s, <laughs> like your whole 40s. <laughs> and if you don't do copious amounts of self-care, self-reflection, self-love, you're going to hit menopause. And instead of it being the most exciting time of your life, where you finally are like, holy moly, I have a fire in my belly. I'm older, bolder, brighter, stronger, wiser. I don't have these hormones raging through me anymore. Things have settled down. Oh my God, I can actually do anything I want to do. Then we'd all chill the F out during our 40s, spend time with our kids, do our yoga classes, Understand that we do have more time than we think we have because this crazy bullshit crap that women have been told, which is kind of like, it's all downhill after 50. 
It's just not true. So I really do want you to think about the way the belief you have about menopause. I want That's your first belief. I want you to really have a belief around this and be like, okay, I am, I am going through a phase and a time in my life where, um, if I treat myself like, like the way you're going to love your teenager, because your, your little girl is about to become a teenager and her hormones, her emotions, her feelings, her body, her sexuality, her, everything is beginning to change. And if you nurture her as that, as she develops into a woman, my goodness, you're going to set her up for the first chapter and the second chapter of her life to be unstoppable. But this is another reset for you, Joanna. Like, I wish Um, I knew this. This is not the ending. This is, this is a, this is a cycle And I really feel like our 40s, especially as we're going into our late 40s, is a time of almost like the moon, where it's, it's the full moon. And you're, you've been in this full moon in your 30s, and you're just like, and then something starts to happen where you start going inward. And we're going into the, almost like the phase of the, 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 the moon now is starting to go into the, the darker phase. And it's waxing. I don't even know all the phases. I've never been a moon person. But let me tell you, I get my period every full moon. So I should have been a moon person. I wish I would have listened to that all my life. Um, But I feel like it's a time for us to almost like slow down and really self-reflect and be like, what gives me the most joy? What do I love doing? What would I do if I didn't get paid? Or what would I do if I got paid and it doesn't have to be copious amounts. So I'm already hearing you say, I love writing. I'm um, a writer. I love creating. I love the magic of my thoughts and pen to paper or my early in the morning, you know, with my coffee or my tea and my thoughts just go. And so that's part of your magic. And I will guarantee you that magic is going to blossom like the phoenix rising as you move into menopause. That's the exciting thing. The other thing is to realize that your daughter, yeah, your daughter really needs you through this phase and this time, but but I'm also going to tell you this. She's not going to stop needing you. My kids are 26 and 28. They need me as much, if not more, than they did as teenagers in different ways. As women, as women that are going out there to like, boom, what do you think, mom? Like, so then you were talking about, I'm up, you actually, these were your words. I'm a very bad, you use those words. I'm a very bad salesperson. So, so that's a belief because what I'm really hearing is, um, I still feel unsure and afraid and I'm not entirely confident on how do I put my incredible work out to the world and not feel salesy, schmarmy, smarmy, um, narcissistic, self-absorbed. Um, how, how do I do that? I don't want to ever become, I don't want, I'm not interested in social media. I don't want to be an Instagram influencer. I, I, how do I actually do it? And how do I get a book deal with an international publishing house? Um, or how do I, how do I do it? 
Okay, so have I said enough for now? And then back to you. And then we're going to do some coaching now. So do I get you? Have I got it? Oh, so beautifully. Uh, amazing. And I even love the fact that you took the topics from one to another because they were all really relevant and intertwined. But so, they are. Perfect. But they yeah. are. And as women, we can't compartmentalize and go, okay, so for this time, I'm just going to be a boss babe and turn off being a mother and turn off my body and turn off. I don't don't have time for that. Or... I'm only going to focus on my body and I'm going to get in fit shit, shit. I'm going to get it fit. I'm going to feel good. I'm going to, it's like, but we can't. And, and we, we women are now realizing it because I keep saying this. We're the first line. We're the, we're, we're, we're on the edge. We're on the edge of the ever expanding universe. Literally. We're in the edge of this new movement for women in the world. How, what's life going to be like for women in 20 years? It's going to be different than it was 20 years ago. What are we doing? How are we doing this? And for a long time, well, forever, if we actually were to read back the books, um, you know, hysteria, hysterectomy, this all came from this idea that when women go into menopause, they, they're hysterical, not hysterical laughing, like they have hysteria, they're crazy, they lose their minds, let's give them some drugs, let's drug them up, let's make them obsolete, they're going to hit a certain age, they don't, they can't make babies anymore, so they're just not important anymore, and all of that, we've always known, is crazy, like we stop producing babies in our 40s and 50s or 30s for some women, but yet we're going to live until we're 80, 90, 100, so we have a second whole half of our lives that it is not, we are not influenced by our sex drive, our hormones, our need to procreate, please, mother, take care of, cook for someone, clean for someone, wash someone's bum, do, <laughs> all of a sudden we have the second whole half that's like, oh my God, and this is what's happening now for women. It's about my passion, my brains, my dreams, my growth, I matter, my, my mind, tick, 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 ding, 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 ding. What can I do? What can I be? So here's what I will tell you. Even though you say I'm a very bad salesperson, that is a belief that you can absolutely learn, change, tweak, rewrite, become. And you, and I would also say this, you got to throw out the word salesperson because it feels salesy to you. It doesn't feel authentic. But what if I were to say this, Joanna, that you have some magic in you that could really help thousands, if not millions of people. And it would be an absolute travesty for you to not share your magic with the world. What if your work could help a lot of people? Yes, I would absolutely love that. And I think you got to the point when you said that I'm just not sure how I could put my work out into the world, how yeah. to be and have the belief. And, and how to do it authentically. So let's and, also now revisit patriarchy um, because... Yeah. Number one, listen, it was, it was one of my, my students at the SWAT Institute going through our master empowerment coach certification. Believe me, they're all learning how to put their magic out to the world and not feel salesy, smarmy, all of that. But in any case, she was showing us how to, 
she was literally got her phone out and she was like, okay, ladies, so this is how we do a video. This is how you do a Facebook live. This is how you, even if it's just a video first and you practice. And she was, it was just so cute. Like, I just thought, oh my God, she gets it. She said, you know, the kids of this generation, um, and not just, I don't want to say kids, I'm saying 20 year olds, 30 year olds, even some women who have younger kids who are, let's say in their early forties. So Joanna, you have a 10 year old. So your 10 year old hasn't quite, hasn't quite hit that age yet, but trust me, let's give her four or five years. Your 10 year old is going to have a smartphone and your 10 year old is going to be 15 with a smartphone and your 16 year old, 17 year old, 18 year old is going to shock you by how brilliant she is with technology that you're like, I don't know how she knows this. Like, it's like they're born with it. Okay. And here's the other thing. We cannot think of them as narcissistic because they're always holding their phone, taking pictures, pictures of everything, pictures of themselves, pictures of the world, videos, laughs, Snapchats, filters. It's fun. It's their, we can't change it. Okay. And so we wouldn't raise, we weren't raised with that. We were extremely narcissistic. Like when you look at like my grandmother, I don't know, she might, I have, I have one photo of her from when she was young. Nobody smiles. They're so stern. They stare into the camera. Nobody smiles. Um, they look rigid. Like imagine saying to my grandmother, take the phone and do a, do a Facebook live. She would freeze like a deer in headlights. So we didn't, we weren't raised with this idea that you just, it's okay and it's safe and it's actually such a liberating thing to give to other women for you to just show up as Joanna and not mm -hmm. contrived and not a sales pitch and not a salesperson, but just to realize there's billions of people in the world. And Joanna, if 25,000 of them found your book, you'd have a bestseller. You don't, you don't need to win over the entire world. If 25,000 of them found your book, you'd be like, wow, I'm off to the races. And listen, and that's possible. You can do that self. You can do that. You can do that. Um, but let's not worry about the numbers yet because the numbers can also get us freaked out. But first of all, when I say that to you, how comfortable are you in front of a camera? I, I'm uncomfortable. Yes. Okay. I've been, I've, I have a training online and I've done some work. Okay. Yeah. How often are you putting pictures and videos of you, your life, your thoughts, your philosophies, your wisdom, your greatness, your brilliance, your books? How often are you showing that online on social media? Uh, before um, our daughter, I used to do it daily, but now it's been much more rare. Okay. And is it much more rare now because you don't have the same confidence, the same interest, the same what? I, I don't feel the connection, I guess. With... I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Tell me, tell me more about that. I don't feel the connection. I know. Cause yeah. guess what? Yeah. It's been a really scary world for women. Um, the yeah. last four, five, six years, it just has everywhere in the world. Something has happened. There's been a shift and it's kind of like, I don't feel connected to this. This seems crazy. Mm. Those people on there are nuts. 
what the hell are they doing? You know, in fact, I just watched the Lewis Capaldi, is that his name? Lewis Capaldi documentary on Netflix. And um, he put his first album out in 2019. He's just a lad from Scotland. And he had such insane success. 10 million copies sold. His very first, imagine your first self-published book. Just imagine this, Joanna. You didn't ask for it. You just put out this book and somehow it, women loved it and then just started telling like every friend and, and their mother and their daughter and their sister. You didn't do anything really except write the book and then all of a sudden 10 million copies are sold and you're super famous and you're not prepared for it. And, and you're uh -huh. not, anyways, it was just, it's a, it's a really kind of beautiful documentary. He starts getting this, um, severe ticks. And to me, I, I saw it as like the muscle armoring that happens when we have anxiety, when we're hypervigilant, when we feel afraid, when we have so much anxiety inside and we don't know what to do with it. And he started developing. And then they, they determined that I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, in case you haven't, people haven't watched it, but. Then they, they figure, I don't think it's a secret. They discover he has a mild form of Tourette's and he has to do, he has to hire, he either hires a life coach. He has to do massive amounts of self-care, the way he's eating, the way he's exercising. He just has to do so much. But there's this scene in that that spoke to me. This is Louis Capaldi who sold 10 million copies and he just says, I don't get it. Like I don't. I don't understand people. I don't understand them. Like he shows up at a concert and he's like, why are they all here? And he sincerely is so confused by this world. Like what's, what's going on with this world where we are, we have this guru, this, this obsession to live vicariously through other people's lives. This like, what, what do you mean? Like, and I went through that, Jenna. Like, I definitely went through a feeling of like, why do I want to go on it? Why do I want to mm. put myself out there? Why do I want to show up? Like, I'm not connected to what's going on in the world. And the opposite of connection, and I'm certainly not saying this to you, but the opposite to connection is addiction. And to me, mm. addiction is this way of making the world smaller and safer and quieter where we cocoon and we go inward. And so whether that addiction is an actual like alcohol or drugs, but I just think the opposite is this, this, this cocooning, this silence. Mm -hmm. And so it's very possible that you had to do some self-protection. It's very mm -hmm. possible that you felt overwhelmed by the noise out there. It's also very possible that you poured your heart and soul into those three books and didn't get traction the way you wanted to, and it made you doubt yourself. It's possible mm -hmm. that it made you feel like, what am I doing? And that you lose, you lost sight of the why and got caught mm -hmm. up in maybe the numbers and the results. And, and that can make us where we just think, why am I doing this anyways? Like, what am I doing this for? If I'm not making money, what am I doing all this work for? Um, and I think that can happen to every business owner. Every one of us can have these moments where we're just like, I can't, this is too hard. And when it becomes that, that is absolutely the time to stop, pause, step away, um, reflect on what you really love 
and sometimes put it away like the winter until you feel a rebirth and a renewal and then you're ready to go back out there but maybe this time to do it a little differently and to think about how what is my bigger why what's the bigger picture what is it that I really want so tell me you're 42 43 if you could wave a magic wand and you couldn't fail and you you just like you just found this person that 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 if this was part of your bigger picture and you found this person who was like Joanna I love your work I'm a marketing expert let's partner I will do all the marketing you create the content like what what if they're just what like don't worry about the how how that would happen mm -hmm. but if you could wave a magic wand and you could not fail what would your life, your career look like? Dream it. Breathe into yeah. it. I, I can see it actually very easily. I just want that marketing person. Ah, there we go. So here's what I'm really hearing, laugh of truth. I just really need to understand the marketing side of the publishing world. Mm. there it is yeah. I need to understand yeah. it because I'm a really great writer but I haven't understood the marketing perspective so Joanna I'm going to tell I'm going to tell you okay let's go back to you now again so tell me more paint the picture for me tell me 10 years from now your daughter is going to be 20 and you're 52 you're where I'm at and if you could wave a magic wand and be like I'm 52 I'm still getting my damn period um, I thought I was going to be done, but I'm still vibrant. Oh my God. Um, tell me what your life would look like. Dream it out for me. Okay. We would be living in, um, Holland where the tulips come from. Yeah. Because I see that my husband would be working there the next. That would be yeah. good for him. And then our daughter would be somewhere. I don't know. Conquering the world. Great. And we would be constantly connecting via Facebook yeah. or Zoom. And, yeah. and, uh, and then I would be writing the books. I already have two book ideas uh, ready, kind of re to be birthed into the world. So Beautiful. Uh, yeah, and then I would go. I'm also a dance teacher and a yoga teacher, so mm. I would be... I would be going to dance classes and yoga classes and um, just, and then traveling, talking about the books and yep. meeting like-minded people yep. and yes, yep. loving the life with my soul tribe. I love it. You're, you're speaking my language. This sounds like a magnificent, beautiful life. How many books, now we're going to go into the yucky marketing sales part of it. <laughs> How many books would you, if you could wave a magic wand, what kind of book sales would you dream of? Like, what would you want? What would you love to see? Go for gold. Don't, don't dream small. Go for the, go for the moon, shoot for the stars. What kind of book sales would you love to see? Uh, well, I, I genuinely believe that I have a beautiful worldview that I think the world would become more beautiful if more people would see the world um, the way I see it. So, of course, for that reason, it would be good to have a lot of book sales. 
Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you something. If yeah. you have a chance to listen back, yeah. when you listen to your voice, just in the last 30 seconds, you're going to hear a little bit of contraction in, I know. in the way that you just said that. Like when you're like, I'll be living in Holland. My daughter is... <laughs> conquering the world we're constantly talking via technology because she's out slaying the dragon i'm dancing i'm doing yoga classes i'm living my best life i'm writing books that that i believe that if the world could see the way i see the world it would be a way more beautiful place um and so i really like to have a lot of book sales <laughs> I think it'd be great if we sold a lot of books, but I, you know, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> it's like that part of it just contracts. So here's a belief. Yeah. I am safe to be a best-selling author, author. I am safe to put my work out there to the world. The world is becoming safer. The world is, is hungry. The women of the world and people in the world are hungry for a new worldview. I am part of that soul tribe. I am part of a group of people that are here as light workers to make the world a more beautiful place. I had to go through a little cocooning and a little a little slowing down to get ready for what's coming. Everything's just been a warm up and I've got 10 years to to help become the woman that I would love my daughter to be. Mm. I have 10 years to show my daughter how to show up in this world as a fearless, confident, curious, calm light worker for her to go out there and slay the dragon and to be and live and do and become whatever her greatest desires and dreams and fantasies are. And I'm going to walk it alongside her in my own way, older, wiser, more confident and mature. And together in our own ways and our own paths, I'm going to keep showing up and I'm going to just keep chipping away at those limiting beliefs that tell me that it's scary or it's hard to become a, a book, an international best-selling or just a best-selling author. It's not, Joanna. Um, there's a lot of tips and there's a lot of ways. And I'm going to tell you a couple right now. And I don't want them to make your head spin. But there are a lot of ways that we can work really smart. And I'm going to tell you one right out of the gate. I'm going to tell you two right out of the gate. So the first one is, the next time that you get ready to launch a book, um, you're mm. working on a book right now, let's give it, let's give a pretend publishing date. Give me the publishing date of the next book that you feel like I could easily, reasonably, calmly see that book being 100% ready by this date. What's the date? Uh, when I'm ready, I, it would be, for example, the first of June this summer. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> Jenna. Okay. Wait a second. Now. Okay. So here's what I'm going to say. So now your book's going to be ready. And now we're going to begin the marketing strategy to launch the book 
in a year from now, a year later. Mm-hmm. Okay, that might baffle your brain, but here's what I want you to see. I want you now to treat that book like it's now, it's now, it's now, it's, you know now your work, you know what you want to say. And I laugh at that because listen, if I went and got a book deal, if I went and pitched myself to an, to a publishing house right now, and it was ready to go, it's not going to be published until next year. So what that also means is I have a year now that I have to really get my head into the marketing game. And that doesn't throw away the idea of sales marketing, overcoming objections, Mm -hmm. all of that shit. But what you start thinking is, okay, I, I'm going to start thinking of ways to build my email list. That's one thing. So, um, one of the things you can do is you have to create a one page landing page. It doesn't have to be a whole company. You don't need a company, but you need a beautiful landing page with, with some kind of give back gift, something on there, um, that you can at least first start to collect people's names and email addresses. The second thing I would do, I'm going to give you more than two. The second thing I would do is I would then start putting together your dream list of every person that's in your prox- proximity is power. You'll hear all the big movers and shakers down in San Diego and Los Angeles and all where the book hub of North America is, La Jolla. And this is where all the big authors are living. Um, they wow. would say, they'd say, make a list of all of the people, big and small, that you have in your proximity personally first to start with. Anybody that you know that's got a business, that's got any type of social media influence, that's just start, don't, don't, don't do an ask yet. And then you make a list of all the dream people you don't know yet. And then you start thinking about a way that you can create a win-win. So there's a lot of different ways we can do this. One can be you're going to put together some type of, of free, amazing, something that's aligned with your worldview. And you're going to ask these other people that are also aligned. We're going to do do this magical thing on this one day. It's not your book, by the way, Joanna, yet, okay? This is not your book yet. You're not asking these people to sell your book. What you're saying is you might say something like, why don't we do this on, oh, I don't know, the summer, it's it's not a lot of time, but let's say instead of saying my book's going to be ready for June, we're going to have the summer, is it the equinox? What's the, the longest day of the year? We're going to do this meditation day for, for people to all come together and unify. We're going to do a, um, we're going to do a one hour and we're, we're going to get as, we're going to, we're going to change the world and we're going to get as many people for this one hour to pray together, to hum together, to sing together, to dance together, to, we're going to do this one thing. Then you create your landing page and you start firing this off to everyone you know. And you say, this is what I was, this is just an idea. Joanna, this is on the top of my head. We're flying here. And you say, I would love to bring people together. And for them to get the call-in information for this 30 minutes Zoom that's going to be happening on June 21st, we're going to blah, 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 blah. They have to put their name and their email in. And then they're going to get access to this call that's going to be this, you know, I don't know. I just literally just came up with that. And then what you're going to get is you're going to have all these people going, I think that's a beautiful idea. And you're going to ask each one of them, we could give a gift, some kind of gift of yours. You're still not asking them to sell your book. 
No one, you're not asking for a damn thing, except you want to share their stuff. I want to share, I would love to do a call out for each one of these people. I would love to put a link to everybody's website. I want to bring together all of these light workers in this on this one day for this one hour. It's going to be on the 21st at the 21st hour of the, tw I don't know. That's just my pop in my head. And what if you were to get 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 8,000, 10,000, 15,000, 25,000, Damn, what if you got 100,000 people that collectively all said, I want to be part of this one hour of this global movement and we're going to heal the world. And then all of a sudden you had 25,000 names sitting in a database for you. That You didn't ask them to buy a book yet. You're not self-promoting. But you're building a warm list of people that have come into your world. You now go to a publishing house and you say, I have this book, I've done three. I have a, data, I have a database, I have an email list of 10,000, 5,000, 12,000, 8,000, um, you'll get a book deal with a publishing house. That's just a first start. Um, there's a lot of different ways you can, and then if you don't get the book deal, guess what? You sell your book, then you start doing, you start now doing, then you start contacting bloggers. You start contacting podcasts. You start and you say, I have a book that's going to be launching on March 8th, International Women's Day 2024. I know you want it right now, Joanna, but you do a whole year of bringing, getting back out there. You're not selling anything yet. The mistake everybody makes is they want to sell, sell, sell. And then they feel like a salesperson and people are like, I don't even know who you are, lady. Why would I buy your book? Mm. But this is what you do. You, you know, my husband's making enough money. I could teach dance and yoga. And for the next year, I'm going to go to dance studios, yoga studios. I'm going to connect. I'm going to tell about this beautiful one day of meditation. I'm going to get as many people into my world to just give me their name and email. And when the day comes that you're finally starting to pre-sell, then you start letting people know the book is going to be out on this day. And then you go back to all those people that you helped, all those people that you loved, all those people. And you say, that you want everyone to buy the book on the same day, Joanna. You don't want trickling sales. You want to pick the day and you want to say, would you be willing to send out an email that I will write for you or a social media post that I will write to you for this one day only? That's, that's just my one ask that if people would buy the book on March 8th, on February 2nd, on October 19th, it doesn't matter the day. And then you know what happens, Joanna? All of a sudden, you have a thousand book sales in one day. You now hit Amazon number one sales. That's what will happen. If all the sales happen on one day, then all of a sudden Amazon goes, what the hell? Who is this woman? And even if you only got a thousand sales, they all happened in one day and boom, you go right to the top of the book sales. So now you can screenshot that and be like, I am in the top 10 sales for spirituality on Amazon. Now you take that and you start reaching out to TV shows in your area, local media, podcasts, international. And you say, my book was just released last week. We've already hit number one. I would love to be a guest on your show. You send them show ideas. Joanna, this is how easy it is. This is how easy it is. You're amazing, Crystal. Thank you so much. Like, really, it's, we we just did that. Like, you want to get some coaching with me? Come buy some coaching with me. We'll do coaching one-on-one, -on -one and I'll help you become a best-selling author. It's, it's, it's a skill set. It's a skill set, my darling. And you never have to come across like a salesperson. You just keep doing and loving and giving and sharing, and the day will come when you have your ask. Don't ask people to buy stuff all the time. 
nurture, yeah. nurture, nurture, love, give, give, love, support. And then the day will come that you have your ask and you say, listen, my book is going out to the world. I would love, like it would mean so much to me if we could all buy it on this day. And when that happens, boom, as soon as it gets tracked that you're up there in those top sales, the algorithms, everything starts working for you now. All those search engines, all those bots, all that shit, all that crazy stuff that we don't understand, it now becomes your marketing person and it takes on a life of its own. And sometimes you can't stop it. It's it's Lewis Capaldi. It's it's on. It's gone. If that snowball is rolling down that hill so fast, you now need to be ready for what's mm. coming. You are such a fairy godmother <laughs> angel. Thank you. You're so welcome. Does that at least breathe some life into you, into the dream? Okay. Mm. Yeah. And and I know I I need it also to hear the that you gave me the permission to take it easy now. Yeah. Yeah. And if you were to say my book's ready for June, I'd be like, so don't do it in June. You're not ready. Yeah. And you need to have a good solid marketing plan ahead of it so that um, your confidence is going to build when all of a sudden you go, oh my God, ding, 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 ding. The sales are coming in. And I... Book your coaching for sure. Yeah, come and get some coaching with me. Like, like reach out to Madeline, M-A-D-E-L-A-I-N-E, Madeline at SWATinstitute.com and she can send you some of my coaching packages. Listen, I'm not trying to sell you, but that's how, that's how, I'm not a salesperson, but guess what? I just supported you at no charge for an hour. And, exactly. and if at the end of it, you do or you don't, it doesn't matter somebody's listening Mm. and somebody's going to say to their friend who's an author, you know, there's this best-selling author and she does still does private coaching. You should go check her out. It doesn't, it's just the way it all works. Forget about the numbers and focus on your why, why you're doing it and just show up. Just keep showing up to support people. And when the day comes for your ask, I guarantee, even if you don't have that publisher, you will sell 5,000 copies of that book yourself. What's 5,000 times 20? Is that, what is 5,000 times 20? Is that, what is 5,000 times 20? Is that $100,000? 5,000 yeah. times 20. Five, I think that's 100,000, 10,000, whatever it is. I think that's $100,000. You just got $100,000 for your first book. Yeah. Okay. I mean, your third book, fourth book. And that's without a publishing house. But you got to build your list. You got to build your email list to build a relationship with those people over many months. So when the day comes that you do ask for the sale, they say, damn, this woman's been amazing. She's been giving back and giving back and giving back. I definitely want to spend $20 and buy that book. And then once you get those book sales, you got a course. You can start selling one to many. You can start doing a course on your, and now you can sell the course for $200 or $400. So out of the 5,000 people that buy your $20 book, you might have 500 that buy your $200 course, and that's another $100,000. So now in 2024, you're going to make $200,000 off a book and a course. Don't be afraid. Don't say, I'm a very bad salesperson. <laughs> okay? Thank you so much. Breathe that in because it's not only possible, this can be probable for you. 
There's a strategy. Everything has to first in empowerment coaching, we first do energy or emotions and then we do strategy. So when I, when you first came on, I heard you feeling a little bit of fear, fear. Mm. And so our intervention at the SWAT Institute for fear is, but if you weren't afraid, what would you want? I know you're afraid. You don't have to do anything. But if you weren't afraid, if you could wave a magic wand and the minute you can just flip someone one little bit higher, because desire is just above fear. If you can just go from the fear to into desire again, you're starting to remember your why. And the why is what matters. The bigger picture. When we get focused on the small picture and the small stuff and the details and the, the, ugh, I don't like doing that. We forget the big why, which is I meant to help people have a better worldview. That's why I want to publish a book. And the fact that I will make money doing what I love is expected. That's natural. That's, that's what it's supposed to be like. You're supposed to make money doing what you love, but you have to believe in yourself and believe that your work is supposed to get out there to the world and believe that you're supposed to sell millions of copies because if you don't believe it, you're going to get in the way of yourself. Yeah. So we have to keep working on those beliefs. Just keep working on those beliefs. And, and challenging them. Where did I learn that? Is that true? Is that factual? Could I be wrong about that? What could being wrong mean for me? Wonderful. Thanks, Joanna. Thanks for a great call. Happy whatever you're celebrating this weekend. What are you um, celebrating? Do you have? Are you celebrating yeah. anything? Easter. Happy Easter. And I hope that that you don't eat too much chocolate. <laughs> I'm, actually, no. I'm actually lying. Eat as much chocolate as you want. It's Easter. Enjoy. And uh, big hugs to your daughter. And I'm certain that you're going to be in Holland. Make all that happen. Manifest all of that because the sky's the limit. And uh, you can do anything that you really, really put your mind to. And you got this, Joanne. I believe in you. Thank you so much. Big hug and lots of for your Easter. Thank you. Enjoy. Thank you so much. And thanks to everyone who's on the call today. If you want to learn more about our coaching, head on over to www.swat, like special weapons and tactical, except we're simply women accredited trainers, www.swatinstitute.com. And remember, empowerment equals choice. And when you think you have no choice, you disempower yourself. It's always up to you. I'll see you in May. We'll be back. And yeah, those little daffodils better be poking out of the ground by then. I'll let you know. Have a great month. Happy Easter. Happy Passover. Happy Ramadan. And happy, happy, happy you. Bye for now, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. Of course, my name is Crystal Andrus Morissette, and it's been my honor to spend this time with you. If you'd like to be a guest on the show to get the coaching that you need, please visit www.swatinstitute.com. And remember, empowerment equals choice. It's always up to you.